This is the Good But Not Great podcast. It's your blend of fact and funny in the midst of this week, what we'll call the danger zone. The danger zone. I'm James. I'm Kenny. Hey, welcome back to the Good But Not Great podcast slash devotional this week, Kenny. We're doing them both together. Yeah, this is that's why we called it the danger zone. The danger zone. Yeah, so. Yeah. We're experimenting, folks, in case you're wondering. Yeah. It's, it's, this, I, it's my idea, so let me just say, if this goes badly, and if there's lots of moments where there's like we're talking, and then it stops, and then another topic picks up because I had to edit some stuff out because... Sorry. Is there any chance that you thought... That if this goes bad, I wasn't going to fully blame you for it. Yeah, I know. And by edit stuff out, I don't mean like, I mean like we start being funny and then like, well, maybe we should be funny about that. Yeah, maybe that's not something we should be kidding about. Yeah, man, not everybody would find that funny. So we're picking up and studying the book of James, but it's been a while since we put something out. Uh, so if you're following along at home, we're in James chapter 1 and verse 22. Yes. Practice um, in the word, man. Practice in the word. Be doers. So doers James, of the word. real quick, just in a, in a, catch, catch us up. Catch us up on you and you know, what's, what's been going on with you before we jump into this. I lost the golf run today. You did lose, but not by much. We both were losers yeah, today. There was no winners on that. There no, was no winners on that course today. No winners. Only the only the people who are gaining golf balls from the water. Those were the winners today. Yeah, we look like Tiger Woods at the Ryder Cup. If Tiger Woods normally shot um, a ninety-seven, <laughs> like Tiger Woods at all, <laughs> and then in the Ryder Cup, nothing shot. A 107. Nothing that I did today looked like Tiger Woods. Even my just, best shot did not look like, like Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. <laughs> did not. I had some good shots, but they were not Tiger Woods. But shots. it's our. I mean, it's probably the second time we've played in in a little over a month. Yes. So Maybe. that's yeah. It's it's it, it should have been expected. Yeah. But somehow I always think, man, I think I'll do better. Like I haven't played for a while. I'm excited. I'll do good. And then I hit the first shot. and I thought, oh yeah, that's 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 right. It's not good. Speaking of thinking, we're going to do better. Uh, it's been a while since we've uploaded a podcast. It has been, and by we mean you. Yeah, because we have podcast upload. Yeah, and I I really did work on one today, the camp one, which is going to be really good. Yeah, and it might come out before I even put this one out. So I, I'm I was just fixing to say it should be yeah published before this no, comes out. I so. tried to upload it and something went wrong with it. Is it was my our our online thing was messing up, and so. Um, it should be out before this one. So hopefully you, if you heard that, you guys yeah. have enjoyed it. If you haven't, go back and listen to it because it actually turned out even better than what I thought it was. Yeah, so hopefully so. The, the plan is that you guys have actually listened to that already and then you're listening to this one, yeah. which is our experiment. And, and uh, Kenny's idea about combining our devotionals with our podcast. Yeah. All right, you ready for this, James? Uh, sure. Okay, you want, me, you want to start off reading? Okay. How far are we reading? Verse right, twenty, let's, all the way through. Let's no. Let's just do through uh, twenty-five, twenty-two through twenty-five, and then we'll talk a little bit. About okay. It. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away at once, forgets what he was like. But the one who looks in, into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perceives perseveres, excuse me, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Hey, I got to say, that, great. that was that was ESV, right? That was ESV. ESV. That was kind of convoluted. 
Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good reading. No, it wasn't. And I, I don't mean I'd, you. I wish I'd have picked another translation. Okay, you want me to read another translation? Yeah, that, I, that. All right, that was that was a little. It just it didn't flow at all. So explain explain why sometimes you think maybe the ESV doesn't flow well. Because I don't like the ESV that well. <laughs> no, I prefer the New American Standard. I know, but the translation style versus the NIV. Because it's a more literal translation. Yeah. NIV is a dynamic equivalent. And a dynamic equivalent means that uh, they're looking for the understanding, looking for the actual explanation of the Scripture, the way, what's the closest equivalent that we could understand it, whereas the ESV, King James, some of these others are a more literal translation. Which would be, would you say the style, not, I really am asking this because I don't know that I know this. Mm-hmm. I say this, but when you're talking about the ESV, are they really taking each word by each word? No, they're taking phrases. So okay, they're they looking more phrases. in phrases like, how do we best phrase this where it would be understandable to the hearer and the reader? Okay. So in that, some, but I do find it interesting that you can read the ESV to someone who's reading the King James and they can follow pretty well. So that's why I always thought they were, they were really trying to most accurately translate each individual word versus the phrase because their phrasing follows each other so well. Yeah. Uh, well the dynamic, you know, the, the best one, um, that, that bridges both of those from the dynamic and the other, uh, and I'm, I'm totally blanking on what the other one's called. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll like it in a minute, but is, uh, the uh, Holman Christian Standard Bible is probably about as good middle of the road. but So like between ESV and NIV, Holman Christian is probably the best job uh, between dynamic equivalent and others. But your Bible geeks will disagree with yeah. each other on stuff like that, right? Yeah, they will. Yeah, but, so some people would go, James, you're, you, that's not right. Yeah. And, so, and they would probably be the correct one. Yeah, so, so let me read the NIV. Okay. Okay. The NIV says, uh, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror. And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law and gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. So yeah, I don't. I, sometimes I think the ESV does a great job. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but but in that one, it's kind of a little bit. Uh, but I find myself I, honestly, if I'm going to do a formal equivalence, I really think I think it's what I said earlier. I think it's formal equivalence. Okay. The more formal equivalence is uh, New American Standard is my preferred on that. Yeah. I think even though it's a more literal word for word, closer to the word for word type translation, it's it still flows a little bit easier for me to read. And, and I know a lot of people like the ESV, and I carry it every day. And I'm trying to like it. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, I I actually do like the SV. Yeah, but I, I and I've given up on the NIV, and I probably shouldn't have given up on. But that's it so because easily. you're one of those hip, cool guys that want to say I read the ESV. I mean, just it's okay. the it's the cool thing to do. First of all, I I think I might be wearing high waters today, and my shirt is too short. I did notice that on the golf course. There's not a moment that you cannot see my belt. <laughs> that's what I was saying. And I'm not tucked. I'm not tucked yeah. in. So I don't know. There's no man bun. I don't know that I can be hip and hip and cool. Yeah. Okay, so so the passage here, James is telling us, just don't be someone who listens to the word and knows what the word says. In other words, the scriptures say, yeah, um, and then go out and it's just dynamic do equivalents okay. and formal equivalents. And the NIV is what? The NIV is dynamic equivalents. Dynamic yes. equivalents. Trying to get the under. It's more important for those translators to get the understand to get the understanding of it. Whereas the formal equivalence is more important for those translators to get the word for word 
closer to the word for word that you can. You okay. can't get exact. Yeah. Where the NIV and those ilk want to be more understood. Like they want to get the meaning across. And the word dynamic comes from uh, the uh, Latin word that refers to dynamite. They want it to be explosive and like, wow, kind of moment. Isn't that right? Isn't that where it comes from? I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> anyway, so dynamic. Dynamic does sound like, wow, but I don't think that's what it means. Do you, James? I'm not even going to. I already said I'm not even going to dignify that. Okay. So the, the formal equivalence is the phrase for phrase. Uh, the, uh, the dynamic, sometimes called a phrase for phrase. So trying to get the phrase yeah. for phrase where the formal equivalence is the word for word. Okay. And the word formal comes from the word. Don't even start it. Okay. I won't. <laughs> Whatever you're fixing to say is not going to be interesting. <laughs> All right. I couldn't think of a good one. I'm glad you interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. All right. So let's get into this. So do not merely listen to the word, so deceive yourselves, but actually do what uh, it says. I think this is is so legitimate today. Yeah. Honestly, I was thinking about this while we were golfing. This seems strange that we're hitting this. Really? About how often maybe we hear a sermon. And this is what I thought while we were golfing. This might explain why I wasn't golfing very well. And I'm terrible. And you were talking on the phone most of the time. And I was talking on speakerphone, (laughs) annoying everyone around us. So what, what I was thinking was how often we will hear a sermon or the word being taught to us. And we go, oh, dude. Oh, man, I so need to do that. Like, it's not like we've never heard that before, but we're like, I so need to do that. But then we we um, we cushion it by saying, but well, nobody does that well. Who does that? Or we walk away and forget. I think that's what yeah. the passion sound like. No, you it walk is. Away and forget. It is. You're it like, is saying that. Oh, I got to do that. And then you walk out of service and you're like, but I'm hungry. Yes. And then by that time, it's gone. Yes. But not that there's anything wrong with being hungry or eating. I mean, at that point. So what I'm saying, though, is I think this idea that we hear things and actually don't follow through and do it, I think it's legit. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was thinking about this passage a while back, and when we were kids growing up in the hills of Missouri, uh, there were, guys would get into fights, and it was always hilarious. And there was this phrase that I don't know if anybody else used it, but the guys that were getting in fights in Missouri used to always use it. They'd start shoving it. They'd be yelling at each other, mouthing each other, and they'd start shoving and pushing. And then it was like, I'm going to kick your tail. No, I'm going to kick your tail. No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to beat up your mom. Don't beat up your mom. Don't beat up your was, dad. Wait, up your dad. They were beating up each other's moms? No, they were threatening to. Oh, wow. So It's violent in southern Missouri. It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> the bald knobbers. The hillbillies, man. They, they ain't messing around. Weren't the bald knobbers violent Yes. People? Okay. Got and so... Uh, so they'd start fighting, pushing, and then all of a sudden it'd be like, "Well, do it, then talk about it." Well, that was the that was yeah, yeah. the that was yeah. the gauntlet thrown down, man. Yeah. Then it was like, "Are oh, you going to do it? You going to act? You going to talk?" Yeah. And that's that's I think what I always see this passage as: Are you going to talk about? Because there's a lot of people in this world, we call them posers today. Like they they want to talk or look. It's more important for them to look like a Christian than to actually act like a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's more important as how other people perceive them as looking like they're following the word as opposed to actually doing it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And it really is. This passage is, is creating a, uh, a ridiculousness about yes. this. And there's a better word for that. There's a technical word for that. But uh, it's not farce. It's um, an absurdity. It's creating yeah. an absurdity here of a man who looks in the mirror, sees his face. Yeah. And walks away and completely forgets what he looks like. Man, I'm telling you, there's times that I wish I could do that. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Like most mornings, I'm like, yeah. I'd like to forget that. I'd like yeah. to never see that again. And 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 I think that the the scene here is more. It's very obvious and apparent to him what he looks like. The issue isn't that he wishes he didn't look that way. The issue is he neglects to live his life based on what he learned from the mirror. And and so scripture is kind of showing who we are and the reality of the world. And then we go out and live life like we don't, we didn't learn that. Like we didn't know it ever. Um, And I think we see that a lot in, and people either we go, it's too hard or nobody does that. Or just in the moment of, um, you know, high emotion, you just you just do what you want to do anyway. Yeah. So So let That's, me just say, because you're not going to know what just happened, but when James <laughs> said, I'm not sure this was a good idea, he totally proved <laughs> himself right. Like, oh, yes. Everybody will know exactly what I'm talking about. Kirk Shut Nemo up tell. and stop talking about it. <laughs> This is where we put in. Okay. Okay. Something silly happened. Well, it is something about the absurdity that you were talking about, that they are looking at this and that you you can't forget yourself. You don't forget what you look like. If if I were to ask you to describe yourself, you could describe yourself Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And so it is an absurdity that he's trying to point out. And he's saying we do the exact same thing when we... Act like we forget what the word tells us. No, we're we are we are not guiltless in this. We yeah. are completely guilty because we know what we're supposed to do. And we hear the word and we go, oh, "I'm supposed to do that." And then we walk away and go, "I forgot." No, you didn't. Yeah, no. you just chose not to we do just it. Don't want to do that. Don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, that, and I'm I'm not saying pointing fingers. I'm saying I'm guilty of this. Like I walk yeah. away and I go. Oh. Let me give you an example. I, I told this to our congregation uh, yesterday, last week. I go to uh, Stillwater to pick up some stuff for the church, some uh, new camera and stuff, and uh, go to Chick-fil-A. Man, if I get a chance to go to Chick-fil-A, go to Chick-fil-A. And the main reason is Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. I mean, you've oh, got me gosh. completely addicted. I wish you had never introduced me to it because, I I mean, I'm the guy in the store when no one's around. I like, forgot I introduced you to that. Licking the cup, like getting every ounce of it out. And so I'm enjoying my Chick-fil-A sauce and, you know, sitting there by myself and I look up and I see, you know, off to my left, there's this young lady and she's got a baby and another uh, young daughter with her. And that wasn't anything particular that stood out. Um, just, oh, there's a nice, nice girl like you see. And then I looked up again and I thought, you need to pray for her. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to pray with her, man. It's awkward. There's people in here. Like, I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable either because for those of you who don't know, I have a long beard. I'm... I'm, you know, not the best looking guy. I'm not the best shaped guy. I'm, you know, so it's, it could be really awkward. And so I'm worried about that. I don't want to make this girl feel awkward. And so I was like, okay, I'll pray for her. And the Lord's like, no, you're going to pray with her. Mm. I thought, oh man. So I, I, so I did, so I just said, no, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. It's awkward. So I'm really fighting against this. So I get done and I'm like, I'll throw my trash away. And then I'll head out the door and I, I just couldn't do it. And so I thought, you know what? I'll go to the bathroom. And by the time I go to the bathroom, she'll be gone. And so they'll be like, oh, well, she was gone, Lord. So I tried. And I come out, she's she's still there. there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? 
I mean, this is so awkward. And what was her situation? I don't know. She was just sitting there. I don't. I have. At she wasn't like crying. No, there was none of that. No, like that. she just feeding her kids. Yeah. And I thought there was nothing odd or abnormal about it. I was <laughs> the only. I was the abnormal guy circling her table, saying no. You were fighting this so hard. Yes, and I mean, I fought it all the way. So fine, I come. Like, I have no excuses. I'm like, Lord, this is so awkward. Yeah. So I go up and I'm like, hi. She looks up. She's like, hi. And I'm like, uh, this is going to seem really... I'm like, how are you today? She's like, uh, fine. I was, I was hoping she'd be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. None of that. Now uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, so I go, for that. God's not going to make it easy on you now. Uh, this is probably going to be really awkward for you. And I don't know why this is, but I just feel like I'm supposed to pray for you right now and pray with you. And she just busts out bawling. Okay, she just it unloads. Just and her girls are looking. I'm like, oh, great. people are looking at me. I'm like, oh, great. Now they're looking at the bearded mm-hmm. guy who made the sweet young girl yeah. cry in Chick Fil A. Like, protect you're, her. You're a jerk. And so I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't make you need to make you cry. I just I, I had to do this. And she goes, No, you don't understand. My husband and I just had the biggest fight ever. Mm-hmm. We've never had a fight like this. And I'm like, Listen, you need to know the Lord knows. Yeah. And he sent me over to pray for you. Yeah. And so I pray with her. I get her kid's name, get her name, pray for him, pray for her husband, and like just pray for their marriage like this. And I go out and I'm like, I'm like a spiritual giant. Yeah, I walk up, my chest is bowed out. I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, I did. Yeah, and then the Lord's like, uh, no. You didn't do Jack, man. You you were the one wanting to walk away. Yeah. I'm the one that forced you in that you didn't do anything. Yeah. And the truth is, we I think we kind of act like that. Like we like I did something great. Well, mm-hmm. you were just barely obedient, mm-hmm. and only because I made you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I so I, I knew I was supposed to do that. I should be looking for opportunities to do that, and yet I'm still 25 years in the ministry. I'm still walking, trying to walk it. away from this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got to ask you the question. It says, uh, "The man who looks intently into into uh, the perfect law that gives freedom." Freedom. freedom. What is the um, uses hard. that word freedom when it's talking about the law, which is kind of an interesting. Like most people probably wouldn't, if you polled people, said God's law, or and say, okay, put some descriptive words with that. What? ESV. I'm, 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 they handle this, but the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, okay, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts. Yeah. I'm an act doer, not a forget doer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The uh, in in the NIV Study but, Bible in the in the commentary it says, in contrast to the sinner who is a slave to sin, obeying moral law gives the Christian the joyous freedom to be what he was created to be. So I think most people before they come to Christ get hung up on this, mm-hmm. like they absolutely see the law as binding and restrictive and. It would be you're tied up to this, yeah. and they say, well, I have freedom because I'm not following the law. I can do whatever I want, but the yeah. truth is you are so bound by sin. You're mm-hmm. so bound by your passions, your desires, the world way of thinking that the truth is there's, there is liberty mm-hmm. in the perfect law that God yeah. gives. And so I think we really do get caught up in that. I think, uh, I can't remember if it was, it was Ashby or who it was that was describing even the idea of that before Christ, the only... Um, power that we're responding to before yielding to the Holy Spirit is the nature of sin and you know, the sin nature in our life. Mm-hmm. So when we when we respond in faith and the Holy Spirit indwells us, uh, we begin to follow Christ, then we ox- we honestly for the first time have true freedom in either choosing to please God through faith 
or to rebel or to deal with sin. There, there is that moment where before we were only had we only had the bent towards sin, right? The leaning towards sin. Now we really are free. I mean, we can we can reject the sin nature, or or we can give in to the sin nature. We can reject the. Uh, the work of the Holy wow. Spirit, mm-hmm. or we can give into, yeah. and so we know the law. We know how what it means to live victoriously. Yeah, we also know what it means to live in struggle. Yeah. because of sin. Why would I struggle over praying for this girl? Could there could there be any sweeter moment at yeah. that time? Like, you know, I mean, I knew exactly who was telling me, and I knew yeah. that he knew her situation. Why would I even buck against that? Yeah, I'm really struggling with my lack of obedience on this. Yeah, like I really like. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What what in the world, man? I mean, you're 25 year ministry, and you're afraid to pray for somebody. Yeah. You're, trying to, really... you're trying to walk away from Chick Fil A rather than be in an awkward, could potentially be an awkward situation where she's like, "No, I don't want you to pray for me." Yeah. Yes. So, do you think it? I don't see you as someone who is afraid to pray with someone. Like I, in that kind of situation, there's there's something about praying with someone that it, that uh, makes me nervous. No. No. But is there a, is is there sometimes within me the ability to say uh, one? Sometimes I could easily say, you know, maybe it's not God, and I'm just this is just some bad potatoes or something. Yeah. But but other times it can be like more of a, you know, what if they're like, who are you? Yeah. And and then I feel personally yeah. rejected. I, I I sometimes what the the roadblock for me is if, is, am I going to experience uh, personal rejection or awkwardness yeah. or embarrassment and and being willing to just be fine with like... I don't it was pretty it. embarrassing when she started crying and everybody sitting around looked yeah. at me like, what did you do? Angry bearded guy. Like, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just trying to be obedient here. <laughs> but, I mean, you know... <laughs> Please put the pitchforks down. <laughs> really? I didn't do anything, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Should you keep your hands behind your back yeah. the whole time? Like, seriously... <laughs> I just want you to know, there's no in this gr- day and age, no man. There's no yeah, aggression. It's like what in the in this day and yeah. age, it's totally Are you yelling at her. Yeah, yeah. Can I pray for you? No, there's none of that. <laughs> I want to pray for you. There's none of that. All right. So here's the James is basically saying, uh, and, and coming from a guy who's probably done a lot of teaching. Wait a minute. Do you have any examples of that? You know how my memory works. Forget, here's what I can relate to. Yeah, you the can forgetfulness. Forget. You can forget all of your bad stuff. The complete stuff. forgetfulness. You don't mind jumping on my here's bad bandwagon. I don't, I don't remember the good stuff either. You never confess anything. Oh, my. That's a lie. I confessed something <laughs> to you the other day. And I was like, hey, you chalk that up. Next time. Hey, listen. It's quiet. Huh? Mom's a word, man. Never, I've never said a word about it. Well, you're not supposed to say I know. That's what I'm it. saying. Oh, okay. So yeah. Do you normally say what? Do you normally tell people what I tell you? Yes. I mean, absolutely. why are you bragging about that? I one have time? notebooks full of what you've told me. I don't mind notebooks as long <laughs> as they're in the vault, man. Yeah, there are no vaults, man. They're wide open. Dude, the way you're bragging about that one time that you didn't tell Mo- anybody. Most of them have sticky notes on the front and say, please publish when I die. <laughs> Immediately, it's already it's already getting ready to be mailed out. <laughs> the postage is put on it. I've already paid the postage and everything. Man, it's oh, ready to go. Man, so okay. Okay, so what were you saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was. I did saying, mean to interrupt you, but I didn't mean to. When it says thought. when it's pointing out the ridiculousness of forgetting this. Yes. Okay. Like I'm pretty forgetful. Yes. Okay, and I know that's not going to come to shock to very many people, but uh, and I can be mindless. But the idea that I would forget what my face looks like, yeah, 
even to a forgetful person, you go, well, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, um, but when you apply that to this, when you apply that to your personhood or your identity, that once you leave looking in the mirror, you would forget who you are, yeah. your identity, and you apply that to your who you are in Christ or your personhood as a child of God, a, um, um, an heir, a joint heir with Christ, and then you're walking away and forgetting your identity, yeah. your personhood. It's a really powerful um, illustration. So even to a forgetful person, it's hard for me to rationalize forgetting yeah. your identity. Well, I see two sides of that too. Like the, the one side... Is is people who, like I said earlier, are posers. Like they mm-hmm. want to look like a certain yeah. way, and they do everything they can to look a certain way. And I could name about twenty of them right now, mm-hmm. and I hope that I'm not ever that person. Like yeah. I, I would like to think that I, I, I care less about what people think about what I look like than what I'm actually doing. It's more yeah. important to me to actually do it. Um, but the Chick Fil A stint may prove otherwise. Yeah. Then there's the people who I think are not necessarily about posing. They just don't care. Mm-hmm. They're just like, when it talks about, it's going in one ear and out the other. Like, yeah. it's never really connecting to, or they might be sitting there listening to it and going, yeah, like I usually do. Yeah. Kenny needs to hear this. I wish my <laughs> friend Kenny was here to hear this. <laughs> I mean, I do, you know what I mean? I mean, some people okay. sit around there, all they do yes. is they're like, you know, so-and-so should act they on this. And the whole time, it's absolutely yeah. what they need to act yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So they're hearing it but they're hearing it for somebody else or they're hearing it and it's never connecting to themselves or they're just, it's just passing through. Like they're yeah. hearing it, but they're not really listening to what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Hearers not acting on it at all. They walk out of church and they never give it another thought. The, the, and it would be like not real in this application, it would be not realizing that the mirror is for you as well. Right. Like it, it, you are, you are supposed to look in the mirror as well, everybody. And yeah. I think it really is kind of a great picture for the devotional life. The idea that you wake up and you look in the mirror and get ready yeah. that, that in your day to day walk, it's really important that you look in the mirror and go, I'm a child of God. That's yeah. who I'm supposed to be. So in this, does this, make forget the, that. does this make the word of God, the mirror that's reflecting us? Oh, I think I think there's several things, and you could say the Word of God. You could say uh, um, the Holy Spirit and how He speaks to us through right. prayer and meditation. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I I would say the Word and the Holy Spirit together every in the morning, having a time. And again, that's a discipline that we can struggle yeah. with. Um, so it's not about being perfect in that, but but of uh, getting better at that. So, a total side thought here. I this this debate came up when with when a Christian group that I'm familiar with. Uh, a couple weeks ago about meditation, talking about yoga, mm-hmm. and that Christians shouldn't do yoga because of X, Y, and Z. And other people say, well, they can because they can meditate on the Word and all like that. And uh, just, you know, where do you stand on that? Like, um, like you said meditation. Like, there's there's so many different ways that that takes yeah. form. Yeah. So for me, like, I'm, I'm not ever going to do yoga because, I mean, it would actually probably kill me. It resembles physical... It's, fitness, yeah, and and some form of limberness that yeah. I don't actually possess, yeah. But but the idea, you know, like the different ways that we could meditate on the work. You mentioned that because that is key, and that's something that really doesn't happen a lot today. We're so busy, so fast paced, we're not really taking time to consider stuff. Yeah, I I am not. Do I believe there's something intrinsically sinful or evil? or anti-faith or Christian simply because you're making these physical movements and creating these physical positions? No. If there's a centering that you're trying to do 
um, if you're trying to do that in a way that um, brings something into your spirit or your yeah. mind uh, yeah. that's contradictory to a life and a, and a, uh, a spiritual person, then yeah, I think there can be, you know, you could say, okay, well, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, what I'm asking is like, talk, talk to some of the ways that you do meditate. Like let's talk about some oh, of the okay. ways you can meditate. Cause it is key that we do spend some time actually soaking it in. I think part of the reason also that we walk away and forget is because we've ne- we haven't fully considered it. Mm-hmm. We haven't really meditated on it, spent any time thinking about it. We're just on to the next verse, yeah. on to the next passage, on to the next sermon, on to the next Bible study, on to the next group. I've got to get this Bible read in a year. Yeah. I'm just I'm just tracking through this Bible as fast as I can because I want to be able to say I read it through in a year. I read the Bible this year, man. However much period of time. Yeah. So yeah, I think for me, meditation is just slowing down. Um, and I'm not great at it. I got this app that I actually just kind of jumped back onto. Uh, it's called Abide. Um, Once again, folks, let me remind you that every time we get together, Kenny has a new app for something that's going to make him more efficient in life. Yeah. And I'm always working at... It's not for a lack of effort to being better. It really is a... Yeah. It's... it's What is a way that I can get better easier? Yeah. That's what I want. What is... I need a shortcut to getting better. Can we avoid hard work and discipline? If we can do that... Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem. Some of these things don't happen without hard work. All and right, discipline. now we're getting off topic, and you're just no, we're absolutely messing with me. The law of love. <clears throat> no, shut up. We're talking about meditation. You asked me about meditation. Well, it, it takes so I, sometimes meditation takes some. It, I, I think that's honestly, I really do believe this is part of the problem okay. with your life. Is that? <laughs> I'm glad you actually said that out loud because I can see it on your face, yeah. but people don't know what's on your face when they're listening. Oh man! Oh, okay, man. let me just say what's on what the, when it comes to meditation. Yes, it's scripture, it's prayer, it's quiet, and it's 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 relaxing. I would put relaxation and rest in there together. So I would say the opposite. I would say sometimes it needs to be hard work. Uh, no, I, I sometimes I, sometimes it really takes some. You get into some passages and things in your life that's going to take some really considering. How do I change this? Okay, so now let me just say this: I di- I would distinguish between what would be kind of devotional time in the Word yeah. and meditation. Okay, like I don't know. I think I do meditate on Scripture while I'm, but there's a when I'm doing my meditation. <laughs> you are making the weirdest face right now. You're Sorry, I was about. To, it was kind of a sneeze and a yawn happening at the same time. I was trying to move away from the mic. I didn't know which one was going to happen. It's first like you, or if at all. It's like you were eating something you really liked yeah. and a lemon all at the same yeah, time. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but but for me, my meditation time is really just to focus mm-hmm. and just have a moment of peace in the morning. Um, and 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 so it involves scripture. It's got it's guided. It's focused on yeah. certain things as it relates to scripture and prayer. But it's not an attempt digging into something. It's it's okay. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me and allow myself to just have a moment of quiet and peace before the crazy and let, the chaos begins. Let me say for me, if I'm going to do that, then I need to do something to prepare my mind, like to quiet it down. So I, I use a devotional, Pray As You Go. Mm-hmm. It's a Jesuit uh, ministries, and, and it's a more... Um, formal type, I guess, Mm -hmm. but they have the ringing of the bells and they have this, sometimes it's a Gregorian chant, sometimes it's a modern praise song or whatever, 
There's a little song, they read a verse, they talk about a little bit. Everything is very deliberate and slow, and it forces you to slow down and take a small passage and really consider it. Um, and so the, the singing stuff really helps me to, like having that little song before causes my brain to slow down enough to really consider from the time the word's read, I'm listening. Yes. Yeah. So for me, if I just jump into the word, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be a chapter or two in before I slow down. It, and really start listening. It is very difficult. I am a get up and check certain type of news source type yeah. person. So if I'm doing things right in the morning, as far as looking in the mirror for me, it's I don't look at any of that yeah. stuff first. That I need to make sure the first thing I do is get up, I get my coffee, yeah, um, and then I sit and I just... And it, it sometimes is work to rest yeah. and to relax enough to just... Soften I'm a little you, bit to do that. I have spent, I have spent like, I, I, I go through these cycles of moving away from any type of news source. Like, mm-hmm. I just, ugh. And so the whole Kavanaugh thing came up, and it was like I was reeled right back. And I've gone years without really paying attention to news sources and being involved in a lot of that stuff. And it's like I, I'm reeled back in. And now all of a sudden I'm doing something I used to do years ago. Like every morning I'm checking like uh, this report and that report mm-hmm. and what's happening and what's the latest yeah. and, and pulling up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to like three different news channels, ABC, NBC, CBS, back and forth. All the, you know, it's like, yeah. what's happening? Uh, and so I had to pull back and go, yes. wait a minute, I can't start the no. morning with this. No. This, I, this garbage just, just can't be. Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about all news. Like yeah. all news and, and it's the sensationalism, the gotcha, the, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I just don't have a place for it in my heart. I think I realize they don't care. They're going to move on to the next thing they can do. And so if I allow that to weigh heavy on my heart, and not that I ignore everything, but I've got to be careful because I'm the same way. I can get really pulled into it because I want to know, okay, what's the truth here? Yeah. But um, So I'm like you. I have to start by deliberately considering in the morning. The word of God, slow down, not turn this like like I'll turn on and I watch the the nine day forecast, and then right after that, uh, CBS has a Your World in ninety seconds or sixty seconds, whatever it is. Like it's just a real quick blips, and then I turn it back off. Like yeah. it's, that's it. Yeah. I got the little clips. You know, if, so if there's anything major happening, earthquake or something like that, I'm aware of it, and then I'm like, okay, so now I'm gonna get up, brush my teeth, and start considering the yeah. word of God. Yeah. I think uh, on on this idea of um, identity and looking in the mirror, I I really do want to leave everybody listening with the idea of your devotional time and your meditation time is a great way to do that. Of reminding yourself who your identity is. It's not. It doesn't matter if it's in the morning or in the evening. Yeah, just just that time where you look and go, okay, that's that's who I am. Midday, Um, it doesn't matter. People get hung up on that. Just take some time, man. yeah. Yeah. Let me just let's just in that last part of the passage. Um, he says he will be blessed. The person who does this looks in the yep. mirror and doesn't forget and basically just hear, I mean, that actually hears it and does it. Well, mine says, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. What yep. is, how does yep. the NIV uh, uh But doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. Basically yeah. the same in thing. Yeah. yeah. So in other words, it's not You're just... You're blessed in the action. In the action. It's, it's not, not thought. It's not in the knowing of who uh-uh. you are. It's actually beginning to leave that mirror and and... Live it out. The blessings will happen as a result of you. So here's a whole another thought on that. Yeah. Like, I go to church and I'm like, oh, I was so blessed. That I heard the word, and this passage says, "No, nah, you okay. weren't. You'd be blessed by doing what you heard." Now, I would say, but I would say there are probably other passages yeah. that talk about the blessing of worship. 
I'm not talking about worship. I'm talking yeah. about people are like, oh, I was so blessed. Yeah. I heard the word today. Well, the this says the blessing is in the doing. Yeah. He will be blessed in his doing, yeah. in, not just his hearing. In the actually living that out. Yep. And, and it, again, I think you experience good positive things by hearing the word yeah. taught. I do. But it's basically saying here, man, there's some good stuff that can come if you actually begin to right. live that out. And so hearing the word, like you have in the Old Testament where they go back to Jerusalem and uh, Nehemiah, yeah. and they rebuild the walls, they go in and Ezra eventually Nehemiah, they yeah. speak, they eventually speak, uh, uh, um, uh, proclaim the word of God yeah. to the people. For and six they hours. Just, they just weep, yeah, and they begin to celebrate like, hey, just let's like, eat the fatty foods now. That's right, All that man. high cholesterol stuff, we're going to uh, knock it out because we're going to celebrate That's right. This. this is awesome. So I think there's a level of... Um, a blessing in that, but it really, what his point here is that really some good blessings happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just knowing you're a child of God, but actually living, doing it, living it out. So you want to read that next section? We'll finish with that. I thought we were done. No, let's you do just this said now. we're going to end. No, no, Before dude, we you end said, this little section. No, you just said, I'm going to leave everybody with this. Okay. I want to leave everybody with this. I want to make sure they get this, but I'm, you know, preacher code, you don't finish when you say you're almost done. That in conclusion means absolutely nothing. So we're gonna we're gonna get this last little section. Don't you think we should? No, I think that's a whole different section. All right, we'll put it's it dealing with your tongue, not your hearing. It's dealing with your speech. All right, that's a completely different doctor. Yeah, uh, ear ear nose ear nose and throat. Oh wait, no, that's oh, crud. Eh, yeah, we'll we get got, it next we have, time. No, we have to do no, it. No, listen, we need to handle that next time. It's a little bit different. Do those it's doctors a, get a name, or they this, just have to be known this as is, ear this nose throat? About horses and bridles and stuff like that. It's cool. Well, it needs to be by itself. Seriously, eye doctors are ophthalmologists, right? Yes. Teeth doctors are dentists. Yes. Are ear, nose, throat doctors just ear, nose, throat doctors? That's all I know them by. They don't get a big title. They have like three areas they have to cover. Well, maybe each one of those has its own. They're like, yeah, we'll just call it ear, nose, throat. That's that's an oversight. What's the ear? What's the... Um, um, a fa- not a factory. That's your nose. Ophthalmology is your eye. I don't know. Oh, it's... Oh, gosh. What? <laughs> We should just hand it right now. No, this is super important. I'm joking. Okay. But that is an oversight. They should have a big name that makes them sound important. See you next time, folks. Have a great week.